we're gonna keep it. This episode of the Pursuit of Happiness podcast is brought to you in partnership with Cold Candy. Cold Candy, K-O-L-D-K-A-N-D-I, is a hip-hop group stationed out of Decatur, Illinois. I'm friends with one of the rap group members. He's a student here at UIS as well. And I'll tell you, they are proud supporters of the Pursuit of Happiness podcast. And it's a great group to listen to, especially if you want to listen to some up-and-comers in the hip-hop industry. I will tell you, they have just released their new EP, Sweet Tooth, this year. It's available on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music, Play Music, Deezer, and iHeartRadio, just to name a few of the places that you could listen to it. I'd recommend it, especially if you want to listen to something fresh. And now, after this, on to the episode. Hello, everyone. This is going to be a light little episode for you, keeping it real for the homies and the other people, too. As many of you know, election day is upon us. Tis the season. La 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 la. I suggest cracking yourself a Diet Coke. And you're either listening to me on election day eve or election day. So, all of those being the possibilities, let's just briefly talk about what I've been thinking and I hope you've been thinking the same things. And if you haven't been thinking the same things, well. Let's just see if we can put you in gear if you catch my drift. See, that was a pun. That was actually more of a play on words, but that is a pun. Anyway, that's that's besides the point. Needless to say, there is a lot of tension in the United States of the A, but uh, hopefully we can overcome this. I believe that we can. And I've been debating whether or not, whether or not to do a podcast like this. And uh, I won't get into my political beliefs. I don't think that's appropriate nor prudent nor needed because I think all of you like me just a little bit more because I don't talk about what I deem to be right or wrong. If anything, I try to appreciate that everybody does what they believe is right for the most part whenever it comes to their political beliefs. And I think that is something that is very important to hold on to, especially in the days to come, just because you might be disagreeing with what might be happening, but you got to understand that Everybody has an idea of what they think is best, and they want to accomplish that. And I've written down some things here. I don't really know what to tell you guys as to if this will do anything for you or not. But just a couple knick-knack things. Uh, we're picking between two old guys. And uh, it's hard to be enthusiastic. Or if you're enthusiastic, that's awesome. I'm not here to judge you. But... I think a lot of what is wrong with the country is that we don't really see eye-to-eye on many things. I'm not necessarily saying compromising your beliefs. It's just that we don't really try to understand where each other is coming from. And needless to say, I've probably beaten this to death on many other episodes before, but it helps to be reiterated on one of the most important times or most important dates for the next four years. But first things first... I voted early. I voted in person at my college, and I was very lucky and privileged to be able to do that. And if you're going out on election day, please just be safe. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Mm. But just to have a couple of moments of clarity, it's easy to get yourself in an echo chamber of thoughts that you only support. And if anything that I have learned 
through my college experience is that you surround yourself with individuals that oftentimes think like you. And it's a shame because by the end of the day, you're around so many people that think like you. You're like, damn, I'm really smart. Or you're like, damn, why are those other people so stupid? Because all my people that I like are smart. And that's normal. That's human. And even in my college courses and my everyday life that I've began to experience this is that you sort yourself into these groups of individuals that you associate yourself with or that you identify with. And the people that are not in that group can sometimes be like, wow, they're not as good because they're not in this group. For example, man, that person's dumb because they're not conservative. Or, damn, that person's kind of a dick because they're not liberal. And it's just that vicious cycle of these are my people. We like cookies and cream, ice cream, and boy, does chocolate chip blow because it's not cookies and cream. But if you've been raised, damn, chocolate chip kind of bangs for the 20 to 80 years to 100 years of life that you've had. You'll understand that. Or if you're the TV shows that you're watching, it's like, damn, chocolate chip, that's the stuff. And you flip, and somebody else says, wow, that's wrong. And if you associate with one or the other, you'll stick with it. And you just kind of snowball it. And that's a very human thing, and I'm guilty of it too. And that is very human in the sense of it relates to this election coming up. And I don't want it to be depressing, and I don't think there is anything that this country will experience that we cannot get through. We've gone through a lot so far, and I believe we'll get through some more. But personally, I try to keep a mix of things that I listen or watch. I like... Some of my favorite news sources are NPR, the Associated Press, BBC, Reuters. All those things have apps. And I know NPR and Associated Press and BBC you don't really have to subscribe to. And that's free to the public. And I really appreciate that because I don't have the $5 a month to subscribe to a newspaper. And plus, who even really does that unless you are settled to the point where you can afford that. But uh, I've also... Listen to pundits, which, for those that are not well-versed, are individuals that are political experts, not necessarily scientists or researchers. Sometimes they can fall into this category, but they're people that have political opinions and have been around in the political system long enough to know, or in theory, know in their head what is right and wrong. Or they're just entertainers that have political beliefs that align with someone, and they can make it entertaining. Uh, For example, many of my college-age friends that are interested in the political cycle either know about Ben Shapiro and Steven Crowder are two big ones, or on the other side, the Young Turks, Kyle Klinsky, people like that. And if you know who those people are, you are probably more politically versed than the majority of the American people. And the thing is, I think many people recognize that as people being stupid and that's not the case it's hard to put yourself in the shoes of somebody that's working a 40 hour a week job and has to feed the kids do this and that and the other how often would you think about politics if you had the time of somebody that was raising a family and working two jobs and that's why i don't necessarily get mad about people not being 
that informed. It's important to me, and you should be, but I can't judge people because I am not them. But anyway, before we get too far off on this rant here, the big thing that I encourage anybody with ears to do is try to be slightly informed. And it is free to an extent. If you have a... I'm not going to bring up the whole, like, go to the public library and get on there and log on and watch uh, PBS or listen to All Things Considered every day. No. Obviously, that's not practical. Not at all. But if you are getting most of your news off of social media where you just read the headline or you read a two-minute article, you're reading the articles that are like, this is a three-minute read that has to tell you how long it takes for you to read it. There's nothing wrong with that. But before you say that you're informed or you know what's going on, I would implore you to do something that has a little more depth to it. And the worst part is I don't want this to sound like I know everything. Whenever it comes to certain things, I'm pretty stupid. And to be honest, I'm only 20 years old, so I don't know that much. To be fair, there's plenty of people that are younger than me that even know more than I do, I'd imagine. But that being said, I meet so many people that already have their political views formed before they even have the ability to vote. And whenever they want to go cast a ballot, or if they actually choose not to, I ask them what their beliefs are. And again, you obviously don't have to share them if you don't want to. But they'll say something, and they can't support why they believe that. I had somebody say, I would want to vote for Michelle Obama. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think Michelle's really cool, and I like Barack. He was a really cool guy, too. He shot that three the other day, and I hope some of you guys saw that video. And I asked them why they thought that. I was like, is there political views that you support? Is there something that you really like? And they're like, no, she just seems like a cool lady. And there's nothing wrong with being a cool person, but that isn't necessarily a best reason to vote for somebody. Voting for somebody due to surface level things such as skin color or you like their outfit or their personality or the way they talk or the way they tell it like it is, that's hard to get behind. My One of my professors that I've had says you need to have something that you think about that you can get behind and work with, whether it be in acting or whether it be in real life, something that you can support but also have a reason for supporting. And sadly, with the stuff that I've been learning, and for those who are not going to college or are doing a vocational job or are immediately in the workforce, some of these things are probably too abstract to even really think about, and I'm trying to break it down, and I'm not saying it's a difficult thing to understand, but it's something that kind of gets off into the weeds, is that if we as a people continue to get this divided and we make no attempts to understand each other, it is just a matter of time before we separate ourselves from each other. And uh, I've been doing my research projects and my stuff that I've done for my high school and college education have all more or less revolved around political division. And for lack of a better word, I don't particularly care about the idea of being in a political career too much because that sounds kind of sad 
I don't like arguing with people, really. I think it's kind of bogus. Like, I'd rather make you laugh than tell you you're a dipshit. But, or get called a dipshit, for that matter. But the point is, I've been doing research, boopity-boop, like, what's the word? Finger uh, quotation research. And whether it be the Pew Research Center, whether it be Gallup, NPR, New York Times, Washington Post, anything of that nature where I've been looking at political polarization. Since I was a senior in high school and doing my research papers and my theses for stuff like that, it just shows that we as a country have decided to, yes, online, where we don't really participate that actively in being ourselves. We just have that avatar that say we say represents us puts our points out on the internet or what we do or who we support we don't really get into that cycle of ingesting things that are not what we're used to kind of like many of us college students don't eat that many vegetables should we absolutely but we like the stuff that we like and if we're in charge of getting ourselves our things and we go there, I'm going to pick up the pizza rolls, I'm going to pick up the Diet Coke, I'm going to pick up the, I don't know, hamburgers, french fries, stuff like that. And I don't really get into the lane of, oh, these people are eating healthy, I'm not going to be here. Well, yeah, cool, I get to enjoy the things that I want, but I'm missing out on the things that I don't understand. And so, just to circle back to that idea, is that, yeah... My internet portfolio of things that I listen to, read, and watch, and my daily life that I have built around myself that is comfortable for me, all probably revolves around the things that I like as a human being. And that's getting kind of meta, but stick with me. It is just a matter of time where you try to encase yourself in things that are only enjoyable to you. And yeah, you can argue that, yeah, that's the American dream. I get to build my life the way I want it, and yada, da 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 Everything will be perfect. And yes, that is ideal. That sounds really good. But also, there are people that are going to disagree with you, I have found out through my short 20 years of life. And I obviously don't know much. But... I have been starting to learn that even if I stay quiet about my political views, my friends or people I come in contact with will tell me, and I will be astounded about the number of times where people assume that I agree with them or assume that I disagree just based on things that don't really define me. It's kind of the idea of if I don't disagree with you openly, you assume that I agree with you without any real judgment or question. And I've never been known to talk about my political beliefs. I used to whenever I was a middle schooler and a freshman in high school, and I was also stupid, and I didn't know hardly anything about politics other than what the nice businessman in the suit on uh, CNN used to tell me. And there's nothing wrong with starting out trying to learn and trying to form political beliefs. But 
I was 14 years old. What did I know about political problems or conflict in other countries or domestic issues here? I was so far removed from that, and I still fairly am, but I tried to actively think about it and be reasonable. But anyway, back to what I'm saying. My thesis for my senior year, I believe, is that we as a people will start to move away from each other and the regions of the country will start turning into strictly red or blue states and we as a people will never really interact with individuals that have differing opinions or ideas with us and will just become isolated. And no, that's not going to happen tomorrow. And hell, it won't happen. It probably won't even happen in my lifetime. At least I hope it won't. But it's even happening now, you could argue, is that Illinois, for example, is a more progressive or liberal state in the Midwest. We are one of the few blue states. And it is evident that people have come and gone to Illinois because of whether it be their tax policy their gun policies, stuff like that. And people have moved in and out. And I'm not saying whether I support them or I don't support them, but we are actively dividing ourselves based on our political beliefs, and sometimes we don't even realize it. And the worst part is, you are cutting yourself off from ideas that are different than yours. And so... My overarching point of why I'm doing this podcast, especially this episode for today, is not to be like, hey, the other side is stupid. And I hope you don't even know what my political beliefs are. I really hope you don't. Because I probably disagree with what you're thinking right now. I'm in your head right now. You're probably, if this is election day that you're watching, you are on Fox News, MSNBC, CNN. You are watching something election night coverage or you're completely separated from it and you don't care just another day you're going to wake up and you're going to go to sleep and you're going to live the day the way you were meant to live the day before you even had to think about politics and for the person that is doing that i respect your choice of not participating in the democratic process i respect that you don't want to be invested in it but i do actively ask you to why you don't want to participate why you don't find it important what do you get out of not doing that because i have plenty of friends that say i don't vote so i don't bitch about it and that's probably nine out of ten times that i hear one of my fellow friends or peers or classmates or family members or whoever say yeah, I don't vote. I don't care. But it'll be a matter of time before they say a political belief of theirs and why that is the morally just thing to do in their mind. And then it makes you ask yourself, so why didn't I act on my moral impulse for the right thing? Or why didn't I do that? And I've never quite understood that personally. I'm not saying, yeah, if you would like to vote and you just got busy and you forgot, well, I guess that's one thing. But if you actively make a statement that, in a way, is inherently political itself, that you don't want to participate in this democratic process, 
I find it quite strange. And for those of you who don't believe that your vote matters, I will just say whenever you vote, you are not just voting for the president. You are voting for representatives in your Congress, Senate, the people in your county. All that stuff is still on the ballot. And I implore you to do so. If you want to see change in your community, like voting doesn't matter. Yeah, it does. You can change your community right now if you wanted to. For all those people sitting, listening, running, whatever you're doing, and you've complained about your town or what's happening in your town, this is your chance. Bust a move on those mofos. But again, it's just me being idealistic over here, drinking a Diet Coke, wasting away in Margaritaville. And I didn't mean to get off on a rant there. I do apologize. This was more of a just try to wish everybody good luck tomorrow and I hope everything turns out okay type of podcast. And uh, I do believe whatever happens, happens. And I have talked to my parents about it and I think it's a very reasonable thing to say. If I participated, if I've stayed informed, if I have done my best to be a part of the democratic process, there is no point in me worrying about it afterwards because I've done what I can. And I just hope that we as Americans understand that, yes, we are electing these officials to represent us. We are their constituents. And as much as this person is my constituent, there's also the person that disagrees with me who they are also their constituent. Which is a shame because I think too many people get away from the idea as like, they're wrong, I'm voting for somebody because I don't like the way they think. You're also representing the idea of, yeah, I disagree with that person, but I'm electing in an individual that will hopefully be the best for the both of us. And that's what I think is really cool about the United States personally. And traditionally, from my understanding, what I always thought it to be was a place where, yes, we're going to elect a person that may not share all the common ideas of how to make things work in this country, but he or she or they will try their best to represent the country to the best of their ability, regardless of if we voted for that person or not. But I do believe the sun will rise sun will set and it'll rise again these next couple of days and if you are that anxious i implore you to do what makes you feel good and know that you have people that agree with you and disagree in your life you will have people that you love that don't agree with you on certain things like politics and whatever and i just implore you to hold them dear because it is nice to have a little bit of variety in your life if you catch the old drift bucket. But that is probably the main point of this podcast here today as I wanted to get out the understanding that, yeah, things are going to be different. The older I get, the more I realize that people disagree with me. And it's easy to understand the world through the eyes of yourself and the group that you created around you rather than there are plenty of people that disagree with you. And so many people, 
especially in college that I've talked to, I've always said, I can't understand why people think that way. Or I don't understand why people would vote for this person. Or I don't understand why we would do things this way. Isn't that stupid? And again, people take for granted too many times that yes, your viewpoint is important, but it is not the only one. And it's not always right just because you think it is. And that's always a tough pill for me to swallow. And that's why I encourage people to be more educated on not only the reason why they are right, but also the reason why other people think they are right. And that's the big thing. Because, yeah, sure, beat home your point all day, but if you don't ever understand the other person's, what's the point of even arguing? As I digress, I hope everybody has a good week. Whenever you listen to this, this could be, what is today? No, November 2nd. Or it could be November 3rd. Or it could be days and days down the line. And just a couple other things. I wanted to shout out a couple other podcasts that I've listened to that are from college students that are about politics. And... They're just some individuals that I've known for a while. Some longer than others, obviously. But I think it is a good idea to kind of listen to what the young people think. Not necessarily that they're always right by any means, but if you're a young person and you want to have some people explain why they think the way they think, and they're also young, that's one thing. But if you're an older individual and you hear, what are these young college kids thinking these days? You can take that. But the first one, I was in Key Club with this gentleman. I don't think he even knows that I'm shouting this one out. But he is a really cool guy. I have listened to his podcast a few times, and he has it with a bunch of, not a bunch, but a few other individuals. And they are based out of Champaign, UIUC, what, what, sisterhood. Uh, The Bipartisan Podcast. Uh, The gentleman that I knew that created it, his name was Tyler. I like how I said was. I'm pretty sure he's still alive. It's just I haven't talked to him in a very long time. He's really cool. And I encourage you to listen to that. They are much more active than I am. I usually do one of these things once a month. And if the pandemic wasn't such a thing, it probably would have been a little bit more snappy. But, you know, hey, beggars can't be choosers. And one thing, this is, you're going to have to put this one in context. This is, I've interviewed two of the individuals that made this podcast and it is no longer running but it's still up and I always thought it was pretty good but Dorm Room Politics Podcast is I have a couple of friends I was friends with all three of them I'd say but Austin and Nolan have both been on this podcast and they were both very good and enjoyable to be interviewed in and I honestly think that If you want to have a general idea, this was back anywhere from 2018 to now. I'd say they stopped either right before 2019 or late 2018. Those were some really good podcasts to listen to. But I hope you don't think I was saying something political in essence of me saying what I believe to be right or wrong whenever I made this podcast. I just hopefully encouraged everyone to 
be open to things outside of what they feel are comfortable or right in their idea or ideals excuse me but i think i'm gonna wrap it up there i didn't mean to go off on a rant but that's okay i appreciate you all for listening i'm gonna try to do a podcast pretty soon it won't inherently be political i've already been writing for the other one i don't know if you guys can tell a difference i try to make it more fluid and I hope you have a great day, and please don't forget to pursue your happiness. Just remember it, and everything will work itself out. Do not worry.